Brace yourself and buckle up. You are about to hear a life-changing, history-making, world-defining message from the New Birth Podcast. Tell everybody you know, things will never be the same. You're going to get everything you prayed for. You're going to get everything that you prayed for. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Does anybody believe that? Would you turn your Bibles to 1 Chronicles chapter 4? 1 Chronicles chapter 4. First Chronicles chapter 4, I want to look at just one verse. That verse is verse number 10. First Chronicles chapter 4, verse number 10. We uh, conclude our Prayer Pays Off series on today. First Chronicles 4 and 10. Let's read it together with uplifted voices. Jabez cried out to the God of Israel... Let's read it together again with a little bit more vim, vigor, and vitality. Everybody, Jabez cried out to the God of Israel. Jabez cried out to the God of Israel, Oh, that you would bless me indeed and enlarge my territory. Let your hand be with me. Keep me from harm so that I will be free from pain. Look at your neighbor and say, and God will answer your request. You may be seated. In the presence of the Lord. Honored to have Senator Emmanuel Jones with us today. Give God a hand clap of praise for our senator. I want to uh, preach for a little while today using as a subject, I'm better than where I came from. I'm better than where I came from. Look at the person beside you and tell them, you may not know me that well, but one thing you need to know about me, I am so much better than where I came from. 
If that's you, would you give God glory for it now? Better than where I came from. A West African colleague and scholar directed me to an article about the making of a local champion. The making of a local champion that has held me intellectually arrested from the time that I've read it. It asserts that a local champion is an individual that is viewed in high regard, but only in a small area, in their district, in their school, in their state, or even in their church but they hold absolutely no significance outside of that. They have found success without ever feeling stretched because all of their competition resides in just one region. So they become satisfied being the best singer in Cincinnati, being the best actress in Kansas City, being the best writer in Roanoke, and being the best preacher in Poughkeepsie. They relish in the accolades of that arena and look no further. Being challenged by the mediocre in any field feels like an exercise in futility. But at some point you will feel the pressure for not pushing yourself to go to a greater extent. The applause of the average if you are not careful the applause of the average will become intoxicating to people who have the potential to be great. You can become stifled if all of your support is small-minded. A parent who doesn't want you to go to an elite university because of the distance. A spouse out of insecurity doesn't want you to explore other business opportunities. <laughs> Friends whose experience is frail become frantic if they feel like you are going too far or moving too fast. But your intestinal fortitude cannot be lied to. Them telling you to be patient is putting your possibility on probation. A butterfly who stays in a cocoon too long will eventually die. You have got to get to the place where you recognize that this is the moment where you must spread your wings.
because you cannot allow people who crawl to be intimidated by your flight. <laughs> Meanwhile, on the other side of the world, someone who has your commensurate talent, your commensurate gift, your commensurate knowledge is getting coached. They're getting mentored. They're getting tutored. And they're getting supported. Have you ever taken a moment to dare yourself to consider where you would be if you actually were parented? Can you imagine where you would be if you had gotten tutoring? If they put you in a class that was going to polish your possibilities? If you could have sat at the feet of somebody who was lettered in the arena in which you were drawn? Can you imagine if you did not have to suppress your brilliance? If you weren't made to feel ashamed because of your gift, if you were not in fact burdened because you were beautiful, how far would you go? I want to suggest to you this morning that being local is antithetical to your assignment. Mark 16 and 15 says, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He never told you to go just in your immediate neighborhood. He said, go into the world. Matthew 28 and 19 says, make disciples of all nations. He didn't say of close zip codes. There has got to be a passport in your portfolio. 91%, I need you to hear me, 91% of black people do not have a passport. You do not have a passport, but you have a global assignment. I am believing that you have to get ready for where God is getting ready to take you. Because this is your last year being local. There is getting ready to be a mandate on what has been assigned to your life. Get ready because a lot of people are going to be irritated by what is getting ready to happen. They do not know how to handle you because you don't even think the way that they think. You don't even process the way that they process. You don't dream at the level that they dream. I am believing for those of you that can hear my voice that you better buckle up because nations are getting ready to put a mandate on what God has put on you. No wonder they always get mad with you because you don't dress like them. You don't think like them. You don't have an appetite like them. You will not die being a local talent when you have a global assignment. Most students of scripture 
Most students of scripture don't even trouble themselves with the book of Chronicles because it feels as if you're just reading Ancestry.com, giving the genealogy of biblical families. And yet there's a slight diversion in chapter 4 when we discover a young man by the name of Jabez who got his name from his mother. Jabez translates to mean pain. That's what his mother called him. Pain. I'm in Chronicles, but I need you to understand that Jabez's mother was not the first one to have natural childbirth. Eve was. But she did not call her children pain. It was not a reflection of the child. It pointed back to the fragility of the mother. She named him pain. Can you imagine being raised and hearing all your life, pain, I need you to go to the store for me. Can you imagine being raised in a house and being asked, pain, do you know where my keys are? The reality is nobody who has any level of emotional and mental balance enjoys pain. Everybody tries to get rid of it. And so his whole life, Jabez realized that his mother didn't want him. That his mother had ought against him. That his mother had no invested interest in his success. Because she named him pain. Can you imagine being raised by that? Let me talk to the person behind you. Can you imagine being married to that? Can you imagine living with that? That every time they see you, they think of pain. And I need you to know that in this moment, God wants to free you from what it is that you have internalized by how other people made you feel. You were not called into the earth as a pain. You were called into the earth because you have promise and you have potential. I now call back every negative, toxic thing that was spoken over your life that was made to impair your assignment and your God-given gift. I don't care if it was your mother. I don't care if it was a sibling. I don't care if it was a spouse. You are what God called you. And God called you to be the head and not the tail. He called you to be above and not beneath. God called you to be greater than and not less than. His whole life he's called to pain. There's some of you who ought to be thankful unto God that you don't know that weight. You don't know that burden of having to be raised by somebody who never wanted you. You have no idea what it feels like to be felt as if you are neglected in the house you should be nurtured. You have no idea what it feels like that you've got to run into the arms of strangers for affection because you could not find it in a safe place. 
You have no idea how it feels to be raised with somebody who feels like they are in competition with you. You have no idea the weight and the burden of what it feels like that they will remind you that you took their best years, that you messed up their figure, that you robbed them of healthy possibilities, and then they don't understand how it is that you act out. The weight of what Jabez was carrying was so heavy that he has no other option but to cry out unto God. He's crying out because he feels controlled. He feels like he has been mismanaged. He feels like he has been underestimated. He's been played cheap. He's been minimized and he's crying out because if he doesn't cry out, he may end up on drugs. If he doesn't cry out, he may end up with the wrong crowd. If he doesn't cry out, he may find himself looking between the legs of a mother figure. So he's crying out to God because he has nowhere else to go. Some people, when you hear them crying in church, it is not even about what they're dealing with now. But it is unresolved childhood issues that they've had to survive and have had to crawl out of. You have no idea how they even have any semblance of normalcy because they came out of dysfunction but still have balance. And I need five of you who are in this room that understand that when I cry out unto God, it ain't about no car, it ain't about a house. It's about some stuff that I've had to carry since I was nine, since I was 12, since I was 15 years of age. And people look at me and think that I'm normal, but they don't know. I got to force myself not to remember. I got to make myself not become resentful. I've, I got to train myself not to harbor anger. I got to put myself in the subjection to respect those who never appreciated me or saw the gift that was in me. And so I learned how to cry out. I got to cry out because I don't see God moving. I got to cry out because it feels as if God has forgotten all about me. Would you lift up that hand for just one moment? Because the Bible says that Jabez cried out unto God. And there are those of you who are in this room who you owe God a cry. Because you tried to act like it didn't matter to you that you didn't know your dad. You act like you don't have any questions that you had to be raised by a grandparent. You're trying to figure out why you were always made to feel like the outside child. Trying to feel like why it is that they put something on you just because you developed early. Why it is that your mother resented you because you look just like your father. I don't know where you are, but God says all I need you to do is cry out to me. Because today I'm getting ready to heal you from childhood issues. I don't know who you are, I don't know where you are, but this ain't about no money right now. This is about you manifesting into the adult you were born to be. About you becoming, watch this, what your parents could never become. I need to hear the sound of those of you 
who need closure from unasked questions. Those of you that need resolve over stuff they told you to never discuss. Who need peace in the place where you have lived in warfare. Who need sleep with something that keeps disrupting your rest. Would you just take one moment and just cry out under God? Because you need him to do it. The fact of the matter is, he is the only one who is capable of doing it. You're trying to figure out why they never believed your side of the story. Why they never defended you. Why it is that they never stood up for you. I can't hear nobody. Why it is that they blamed you for what God gave you. God said, I need you to cry out to me. And he goes from screaming. He moves from screaming and moves from screaming to praying. And when he starts praying, he starts off with focus and just flat out says, what I need you to say today. After he finished crying, the first thing that Jabez says is, um, bless me. Hallelujah. How much you to lay hands on yourself? I want us to pray it together. You ain't talking to your pastor, you're talking to your savior. I want you to lay that hand on yourself, throw your head back towards heaven and just shout out loud, Lord, bless me. Bless me so that I'm brought out of what I was brought up in. Lay hands on yourself, declare out loud, bless me. So my life is not associated with pain, but it is connected to purpose. Somebody lay hands on yourself and shout out loud, bless me. So my gift does not have to be disguised. Somebody shout out loud, bless me. So that the dead bones in my bloodline don't hold me back. Somebody scream, bless me. So that how my parents handled me, my children will never know how that feels. Somebody shout, bless me. So that my experiences do not cause anxiety. Somebody shout, bless me. So that my assignment never becomes an introvert. Somebody shouts, bless me so that my gift never becomes claustrophobic. I need you to make room for the blessing that you have placed inside of me. I need somebody to shout it one last time. Bless me. The blessings that have just been released have now canceled every curse that has been spoken over your life. Every curse that has been spoken over your bloodline. Every curse that has been spoken over your generation. I break every generational curse that has been speaking or spoken over my family. Every person that bears my last name will now walk in the blessing that God has intended. 
I cast down every stronghold and every imagination and every demonic principality. Lord, bless me. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Holy God. Hallelujah. 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 And while he's praying, bless me. A scripture comes into his mind. The scripture that comes into his mind is Deuteronomy 19 and 8. And the Lord God will enlarge your coast just as he promised. Because after he asked God to bless him, his next petition is that the Lord would enlarge his territory. I need you to lift up that hand. I want to speak something over your life. You are hereby, therefore, no longer restricted to any region. You shall not be closed into one city. The shackles of one state will not be able to suppress your expression. No nation has the authority to undermine divine intentions. You are therefore released to heal hemispheres. You will have commodities in other countries. You will have dominion in other islands. The West Indies will work on your behalf. I now speak to worshipers who are connected in this room that wind is now blowing to your advantage. I now call for winds from the north, winds from the south, winds from the east, winds from the west are now blowing in your direction I speak to every worshiper you now have an unfair advantage you are gonna go where eyes have not seen you are gonna have what ears have not heard I speak to every worshiper every place the sole of your foot shall tread upon he is about to give it to you I declare and decree that God is gonna give you wealth in different currencies in dollars in yen in booyah I can't hear anybody in pound in gold in stocks in Bitcoin you ought to open up your mouth you will not be restricted by anything that has happened in your family the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof hallelujah hallelujah you may be seated hallelujah Hallelujah. 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 
Thank you, Holy God. I want to say something to you today. Only demonic principalities, only demonic principalities are restricted and confined to areas. Only demons have areas. Lucifer is prince only of darkness. He only has authority over airwaves. I can't hear anybody. In Daniel chapter 10, in Daniel chapter 10, we find out that the demon is the prince of Persia. That there is a prince of Greece. Because demons only have specific authority in specific areas. Las Vegas has a spirit of gambling because that is the only area that that demon can operate in full capacity. Amsterdam has the demon of sex. Los Angeles has the spirit of entertainment. New York has the spirit of money. D.C. has the spirit of power. But those of us who are citizens of the kingdom, it doesn't matter where you are. Let your light so shine. It don't matter what they put you in. You will have authority. When you walk in the room, walk in there like you know you are called to be there. That's why when you show up, demons get nervous. Because you have invaded the demons that had authority over your job, had authority over that position, and then when you show up, you throw them out of authority. I dare you to grab your neighbor by the hair and tell them wherever you go, you are in charge. You don't need a title. You don't need a corner office. You don't need a business card. The glory of God is on your life wherever you go. The restrictions have been lifted. I'm going to prophesy over your life. I want you to receive what I heard God tell me to tell you in prayer. I want you to lift up that hand, receive the prophecy that God has over your life today. Hallelujah. I speak over every lifted hand. Don't miss this, please. Your child is near you. Make sure that their hand is lifted. Hallelujah. I speak over every lifted hand. The Holy Ghost has commissioned me to tell you today, you are going higher. Listen to me. You are going higher than everybody you went to high school with. God, I can't hear no worshipers right here. I speak of every lifted hand. You are zooming past everyone who lives in your zip code. 
I declare and decree over every lifted hand, you are climbing over everybody in your category. I speak over every lifted hand, you are going to outdo your demographic. I need that hand lifted. I need you to receive it, hear it, and respond to it. You, in whatever it is that you're doing, you will be the first in your family to get it done. Those of you that believe God is going to do it for you, I need you to open up your mouth. I need you to give God your shout of thanksgiving. I need you to praise him in advance. I need you to give him glory like it's getting ready to happen. Be seated, please. Hallelujah. 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 Don't worry about your neighbor. Take this thing personal. God, I can't hear nobody. I just gave words to what you've been feeling. You knew there was something different about you. You knew there was a reason why you could never fit in. You knew why it's hard for you to fit in the circles. You were called out while you were in your mother's womb. Jabez then says, um, he then says, free me from pain. He says, free me from pain. You may be seated. I got to show you something. He said, free me from pain. And in the event that you were daydreaming on me earlier, uh, Jabez's name means pain. And yet in his prayer, he says, free me from pain. He was saying in no uncertain terms, hear this, Lord, whatever you do, do not allow me to perform self-sabotage on what you have called me to do. Get me out of the way. Cause I'ma drop the ball, I'ma make bad decisions, I'ma second guess myself, but if I am the problem, remove me from it. I says I'm no longer gonna allow you to be the pain in your own life. You may be seated. I'm I'm about finished, thank you. I want, while you are seated, I want somebody's hand in your hand. Hallelujah. Because I want to make a pronouncement for all of us together and I want to be consistent to the text. Somebody's hand is in your hand. Whoever's hand you just held, would you just shake that hand for me very quickly? Look at him and say, do you know what just happened? That's your last time being empty-handed. Oh, God, 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 I can't hear nobody. I wish I was at new birth. I said, that's your last time 
for the rest of your life. God is going to put stuff in your hair for the rest of your life. Resources are running through your hair. I need somebody's hand in your hand. Be seated. I'm almost finished. Somebody's hand is in your hand. What is getting ready to happen next is not going to benefit you. It's not even for you. I'm saying it on behalf of whose hand you're holding. And I hope that you'll answer and respond appropriately for the declaration I'm getting ready to make. It took all week for God to get this message to your neighbor. And I needed you to hold their hand so that they don't miss it. But I need them to give rapt attention to what God is getting ready to do. Please hold that neighbor's hand. I only have one declaration I need to make. And because they're going to be taken off guard, I need you to respond on their behalf. You have been assigned in the heavenlies. To represent them in the earth by what you do next. I want to make a declaration and here it is. You ain't even going to understand why they screaming because you ain't been there. But God had me to have you to hear this one thing on behalf of whoever's hand you're holding. It's the last clause of our verse today. And God. Shake that hand please. And God today is going to answer their prayer. Whatever they've been praying for. I wish I had a yell in here. Whatever they've been asking God to do. Whatever they've been believing for. God said it's got to happen. I don't need you to shout for yourself. But I came to announce. This is the season for answered prayer. Would you shout unto God. Like it's got to happen. He's got to respond. He's got to do it for you. This is. Here it is. Listen to me. God is about to answer the prayers that your family didn't have the faith to pray. Did y'all hear what I just said? I said God is going to answer the prayers that the rest of your family would have never prayed for. Those of you that know there's some stuff I need from God. I hope y'all will shout about this. God said, I got 11 weeks to get it done. That by December 31st, everything you've been praying for, 
is getting ready to happen for you. I'm not telling y'all what to do, but don't wait till the battle is over. Shout for answered prayer. Give him glory for answered prayer. That neighbor's hand is in your hand, now lift it. Judah is related to Jabez. Judah is related to Jabez, but still wants different territory. Sometimes you got to get away from your family even if they go to church. Oh, y'all ain't saying nothing to me. You, sometimes you got to get away from family even if they just be performing in church. But you see a whole nother personality when you get back home. He said, Lord, enlarge my territory. I pray over every lifted hand. that God will answer the prayers that life forced you to pray. I pray that God will answer the prayers you prayed at six. But God will manifest the prayers you lifted at 12. But God will respond to the prayers that you had in the car. I declare and decree over every lifted hand that you are about to walk into enlarged territory. I hope you'll receive this. Whatever you have right now while you hear my voice, whatever you have right now while you are listening to me is too small for you. God has got to enlarge it. And those of you, I need you to hear this. The house is too small. The apartment is too small. Here's your shout. The check is too small. God said, watch me enlarge your territory. And those of you that believe that God can do it, would you give God your best sound of thanksgiving right now? Come on, I can't hear you. I said, would you give God your best sound right now? I need you standing. I need you standing, please, sir, please, ma'am. I need you standing. You're in this room. God is getting ready to enlarge your territory right in this moment. This is so much bigger than the church you were raised in. It's just a reflection of what you're getting ready to walk into. Wherever you are, you're in this place. I feel a pull on you even in this moment that you need to be here by any means necessary. You are in the world, but you're not of it. There's something different about you, something peculiar about you. And I need you to become a part of this ministry and I need you to do it right now. Wherever you are, if you know, here it is, that this sermon was as if I was sitting on your lap speaking directly into your ear. 
I want you to know that wasn't me. There was the voice of God speaking to your life. Wherever you are, I need you to come quickly, please, sir. Please, ma'am. If you know that you need God to enlarge your territory, I need you to come, please. Hallelujah. God bless you, sir. God bless you. Come on, wherever you are. Oh, Lord. Bless me. God bless you. Come on, I need you to come. Hallelujah. Come on, bless me. My territory. I'm going to say something to you. Um, I was with uh, my brother, Willie Moore Jr., the other day. He was uh, giving his testimony about being adopted. And uh, he and I were speaking at a conference. He came off the stage. I said, do you know how blessed you are? He, he said, what do you mean? I said, you don't know how blessed you are. An adopted child is actually better than a natural one. I said, Jamal, what are you talking about? I said, the adopted parents, when they adopt you, they already know what's wrong with you. They already know what you look like. They already know what your health challenges are. And yet they choose you. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. How many of you know I've been adopted by Christ? He knows what my weaknesses are. He knows my brokenness. And yet, he decided to die for me. I'm a joint heir because of it. Wherever you are in this room, don't, don't give me that foolishness. You're going to wait until you get right. You ain't never going to be right till you get to him. All have sinned and fallen short of his glory. If you're here in this room, hear me. It's only my... my Second time throwing the net out. I'm, I'm going to trust that the word was so convicting for you. That you know that you need to be in Christ. And all the more you need to be in church. Come on, throw all that foolishness at you spiritual. Amen. Satan is spiritual. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. You, you got to have a right relationship with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. If you're here in this room, I so desperately want to see you at this altar and I'm only going to give you 90 more seconds to do it. Haven't you wasted enough of your own time? Come on, do something that's going to make a difference. Do something that's going to make an impact. You'll never be able to get this moment back. I want you to remember that this was the Sunday that everything changed for me. This was the Sunday that I understood, no cap, I'm better than my family. I'm better than where it is that I came from. I'm better than the atmosphere and the region in which I was raised. You only got 30 seconds left. I need you to come. I'm going to see you better. I'm going to see you live better.
Bless me indeed. Are y'all shouting? Come on, come on. My territory. Oh Lord. Here they come. Somebody ought to celebrate. Listen. This is my final appeal. Those of you who are online, I'm telling you, we are a local church making a global impact because there is nothing biblically that will restrict us to Stonecrest. We understand the apostolic authority that is on our life will reach you wherever it is that you are. Please don't stay bound and handicapped to your hometown. There is something that greater has in store for you, and that greater thing is this moment. You need to join the church. You need to become a part of this ministry. All of our prompts are on the screen right now. While I'm talking to those who are online, if you're in the room, you ought to make haste like Zacchaeus and come down here quickly. Uh, the Lord wants to go home with you. Uh, he wants you to have access to everything that he's doing and doesn't want you to leave the same way that you came. Bless the Lord. Would you stretch your right hand to faith? Stretch your right hand to faith. Repeat after me. You're in the right place at the right time. Joining the right church. Serving only God. And I know that's right. If you're known right, give God some praise even now. All of our friends, all of our family who are coming, would you do me a favor? Would you follow us out this way? There's some information we want to give you. New birth, make some noise like you are excited. Shout for these two more young men that are coming. Come on, I can't believe y'all ain't excited. Look at all these young people. Come on, come on. I hope you are energized that you don't need an energy drink. What you just heard should have you off and running, chasing your dreams, pursuing your purpose, and answering your call. If this was a blessing, share it with somebody else. Don't be selfish. This is what God gave you so that you can be a blessing to somebody who needs it worse.